<sighs> Welcome to the um, I'm torturing myself in the future because I will uh, listen to these 10 years down the line, maybe. And then you think about the posts that you did on Facebook 15 to 10 years ago. And you just cringe. Welcome to the Dinto Cringe Podcast. So, well, that was weird. Throat's a little sore. Been sore for the last three days. Looked it up on the uh, interwebs just to kind of see. I was looking for the white spots, you know, to make sure that wasn't strep. Which it's not. Um, it's more probably a virus. Because it's just red. But it halts when I swallow in the morning. My uvula feels a little extended. Probably because I've been snoring. But um, it's feeling a little bit better. So that's good. But I'm feeling worn down. I've had probably 10 days off. And so I'm going back to work. And... Yeah. You know, going back to work feeling run down instead of uh, refreshed. That's alright. But yeah, yesterday was Father's Day. It was a good day. Um, the wife and family made sure it was a good good day. Got some cool gifts. Got some waffles in the morning and some pesto uh, gnocchi in them uh, at night. And that was really nice. Sorry, I was looking at these sprinklers and I'm feeling insecure. I'm like, oh, I should have I should have sprinkled my grass. But um But my automatic sprinkler system won't go off if there's a probability of rain. And I think the probability is tomorrow. So I guess my lawn's gonna look dry today. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing with the lawn. I'm trying. I finally um to go back to my future alien friends thinking I'm um, not the smartest is there's actually an app on your phone which I'm sure y'all probably knew and I'm probably one of the last where if you take a picture of a plant it'll look up the plant for you all you have to do is like scroll up on the picture and it'll be like look up plant and it won't be right all the time but it'll be pretty close so there's a fix to that so you don't have to be you know walking around with all these bushes and stuff, plants, not knowing the names of them. At least you can look it up so you can forget about it in five seconds. Because um, I can't even remember the bushes' names that were in the front of our house. But I do know what kind of grass I have. Bermuda and St. Augustine. And we got some uh, lucky... Uh, they poppies? No, not poppies. I forget. Something. Some some sort of marsh. I think it's poppy marsh. Growing in the backyard too. So. Yeah. Um, Father's Day was good. Just got back from the uh, mountain trip. Out in the Weaverville area. Which was really nice. Um, yeah. Hung out with the family. Uh, my wife's family. Um, the parents. And siblings. And. Um, yeah, and their families, and it was a good time, good family time. Hung out near the pool, did a few hikes, uh, went zip lining in the mountains. What else did we do? Just did a lot of swimming. It was cool to, you know, watch my, well, 
stepson really enjoyed the pool. He was in there all day. And then my son was, like, enjoying the pool, too. He's only, like, close to seven months old now. Just floating around. And, you know, I'm just nervous with him being in the pool. Because he can't swim, obviously. But, yeah, it was cool to see everybody enjoy it and stuff. And it was a good time. Um, A lot of fun. Very pretty out there. My wife and I were kind of, like, dreaming about property out there because we like it out there in the mountains. It's it's really nice. But um, we were kind of talking yesterday about areas we would like to live. And she said beachside or mountainside. And, uh, which we're pretty lucky. We live about... The closest mountains, I think, to us is, like, four and a half hours, unless you count that one random mountain-ish thing out in, uh, Charlotte. I forget the name of it right now. But, um, yeah, so we're about four hours away, so that's pretty cool. But, um, sorry if I sound all mucusy this morning. We did have a bear scare. Um, we were walking a trail out there, and uh, Patrick was leading the way, uh, first he made a comment, like, he didn't want to walk into spiders, so he wanted his mom to walk first, and I kind of told him, I kind of gave him a push of, you know, like, you're 12 now, um, just kind of, like, told him, like, the, the more manly thing to be would be for you to lead the way, I mean, I would have led the way, but I was in the back, um, but I was like, hey, you know, you, you should lead the way, not, you know, put your mom first. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's right. So he did. But then, like, ten minutes later, of course, um, we hear some rustling in the bushes. And my stepson saw a bear with two cubs. I didn't get to see it. My wife didn't. We didn't really take time to look because we were on foot. Um, We had no weapon on us to even protect us. So I was like, all right, well, let's run. And, uh, we slowly backed away, and then, like, we just walked away fast. And then I heroically told them to get in front of me, just in case the mom bear comes chasing, she'll get me first. But they didn't even acknowledge how heroic that was. Like, no, you didn't. I was like, that that's exactly what happened. But, yeah. So, yeah, we had a little bear scare, but it was, it was fine. Nothing happened, and then, uh, we were enjoying the view, like, kind of down the mountain, uh, like, we, we, we took a separate path, that was on our way back, but luckily there's multiple paths out to, just, like, where the view's at, and so we walked back to the entrance, and where the views were, um, and there was this guy that was about to walk the trail, and I said, hey, how you doing, and he just ignored me, and so I was just like, well, this guy, I guess, doesn't really want to talk, I was gonna warn him about the bears, but I just, like, felt like I shouldn't annoy this guy so I was like alright and then I see him walk back five minutes later smiling and he lets us know what he saw and then my, then my wife was like oh yeah I told my husband to tell you but uh, I guess he didn't uh-huh. I'm like thanks a lot but then I was like thinking I was like man I would really feel bad if like, I heard on the news that um, the guy uh, you know got killed by that bear and I didn't tell him but then at the same time I said hi and or how are you how are you doing and he ignored me so it was just 
it, it is what it is. I just, I, I wasn't like, oh, I hope you get eaten by bears. I was more just like, um, this dude doesn't want to talk to me. I don't want to bug him. So, that's another thing too, is like, when people say hi to you, granted, some people, sometimes people just don't hear you, and you probably didn't, you probably just didn't hear me, but I, I hate that, you know, just, when I say hi, and then they just ignore you, I don't know, I just find it weird, but, um, yeah, talking makes my throat all sore, but I got some cough drops, I got some, uh, some cough drops that are a little bit expired, but whatever. Hopefully, they still work a little bit. Um, just something to get me through the day. Um, I'm not excited about today. It's not even like a fudging situation. It's just I just feel worn down and tired. And typically Mondays are a busier day, so I just know it's not gonna be fun. My throat hurts. And, uh, yeah, a bit tired. Kind of fell off my one beer a night, um, process. Been having two beers, and I can definitely feel it. I still feel like my recoveries are good, just, I could recover a lot better just with one. But, um, I just came back from vacation, so that's usually what happens is, I ended up drinking a lot on vacation, and then, not like a lot, like, but I'd have like four or five beers throughout the day, and then just cut it off then, because I don't want to actually like get drunk with family, I don't really want to get drunk anymore, but, um, yeah, just some mornings I would just definitely feel if I had like too many, so I just don't think it's worth it anymore, so I'm just, uh, Welcome to the uh, Alcoholics Anonymous Detail Podcast. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I had a little bear scare. Mountains. Drank. Now, kind of getting back into my system of working out. Just bought myself a new kettlebell. A 53-pounder. 22-kilogram. I think that's what it is. Because I have a 35, a 44, now a 53, a tw- two 26s, and I think an 18. <clears throat> I got a smaller kettlebell to see if my wife wanted to do workouts and stuff, but, um, the 53 isn't, like, super heavy, but I'm just, like, slowly adding more weight to my routine. I like to do some deadlifts, squats, and stuff like that, just with the kettlebells. I don't try to go super heavy, but, uh, I do want to get stronger, so just slowly adding more weight on, and slowly this weight collection, or the weights are just adding up, expensive-wise, <clears throat> I think a 53-pounder kettlebell is, like, 120 bucks now, I don't remember them always being this expensive, but... Um, I went with the Rep Fitness kettlebell from Amazon just so I can get it quicker. I was thinking about getting a Rogue. I used to really like the Aider kettlebells, but those are more expensive now. 
because they have like a nice smooth coat um that's like most of my kettlebells i was thinking about an on it one but they don't have a 53 pound because i saw those were rated pretty high not like the ones with like the monkey face or like zombie design i was just look getting a normal one <clears throat> i want something that'll last a while but like not not break the bank so i got that rep fitness you know just had to over read the reviews and read some articles about kettlebells you know and probably read a bunch of articles that were sponsored by rep but whatever it got me so it got me good yep we had a local fire in one of our neighboring counties and it made our air quality bad apparently there's a bunch of bacteria and all this kind of crap so i wonder if like that's what caused my sore throat rap bastards but yeah um but yeah the mountain trip was good there's like a lot of funny things that happened i uh i think this started off I did a slam dunk with a basketball, inflated basketball hoop on my head that's like for the pool. And we had like one of those poolside basketball hoops. And so I did a slam dunk, not thinking of that the other hoop's gonna come down on me. And I did and pulled that down on me and somehow cut my hand pretty good to where I had like hold pressure on it for a while. It wasn't like arterial or venous, but it was definitely just bleeding. So that started it off and then I had a my Cadillac converter <clears throat> alarm came off I had to take it to AutoZone and they did that free check and said my Cadillac converter needs to be replaced possibly and then they told me to buy some Cavic Cleanse or whatever it's called it's just basically to clean out the engine to I don't know to make the Cadillac converter work better so I did that. And yeah. It fixed the problem. Also, I think my gas cap wasn't like tightened all the way, which I should know that by now. But um yeah, that happened. A few other things happened, I don't know. Just random stuff. It's been um just little stupid things adding up. Still the hand, um, finally going to go see Conquer Movement Thursday get the hand all checked up see what's going on with that Um, I have days where it feels fine like throughout the day it feels a lot better but now it's like early morning it's like just really stiff Um, I don't know I don't know what I did to it and if I bang it like uh, against something it hurts and it's my index finger mostly but um hopefully I can do something to improve everything but uh I don't know I don't know yep I listened to my on the road 10 episode and I was just like eh. that one was just kind of meh you know, my, so far my favorite one is the fudging episode or the ending of, I think, On the Road 6, where I talk about the cop 
pulling me over and I do all the voices. But lately I haven't been feeling in a voicey mood. Just kind of just tired. Um, I think it's like just not training jiu-jitsu too at the same time. Like that's kind of my uh, reset-ish. Like just a rigorous workout. Just uh, I went into the gym the other day and what time was it or what day was it? I think I went, yeah, Friday morning for Swimmer Dave's class. And it was actually a pretty big class. And just watching everyone roll, like, just kind of just thrashing each other and stuff. It just, you know, just made me um, want to train, you know. Made me want to lift, too, because, like, there's just a lot of strong-looking guys in there. And I was just, like, thinking, like, self-defense-wise, like, if I had to fend off my family, I got to be stronger, you know off for my family um and then I was like thinking about uh there was a conversation about just gun handling and stuff and how much they train in that as well and I would like to get better at that as well just for self defense I don't want to be caught off guard so with self defense with uh grappling and then I think weapon that'd be a a good good thing for me to do and I just yeah I just I think I just missed the gym just being in there and training with everyone and trying to choke people getting choked yeah it's just it's just fun it's fun in a crazy crazy sense in the uh, MMA world, I watched uh, Char- Charlie Oliveira. Just kidding. Charles Oliveira. Vieira. Um, I watched like a lot of his like upcoming fights. I watched his fight with Benil Dariush. And uh, that was a pretty cool fight. I, uh, I wasn't sure he was going to win that fight. Because Benil was, what, on 11 fight win streak? Which is nuts, and he got Tony Ferguson, you know, but, uh, I mean, yeah, he should have, he probably should have fought Islam first, to be honest, but Charles beat him first round, head kick, and then finished him ground and pound, and I've been watching Charles's uh, fights, I started Started watching him from uh, when he was 12 and 0. I think right now he's 30 and 9. So it's interesting to see which fighters beat him and how he's lost. Um, and it's also interesting to see how he's won. And I would say the pattern of him is when I think the problem with him versus Islam is that I think it's a really smart strategy actually. If he gets rocked, he drops to guard. And he's got such a good guard to where he can, like, reverse. Whereas if he stays up on his feet, he's uh, probably going to get lit up more there versus I think he's better at defense from his guard if he's getting outstruck. And I've noticed he's done that a lot in his fights. Um, and he's he has really amazing finishing jiu-jitsu and MMA. It's insane. Um, he's also been tapped out as well. 
by Jim Miller. Nibar. Just FYI. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I remember, I remember when Jim Miller was on a tear. Um, when he was one of the best in that division. And he'd be a young prospect of Charles Oliveira. And it's just cool to see his run going from 155 to 145, now back up. Um, obviously, we know what he's doing now, but I'm at... I just watched, I think, the fight where he fought the British guy. who was actually pretty decent. I don't think it was... It may have been Andy Ogle. I forget who exactly it was, but it was a, a British guy, and he had actually pretty decent wrestling. Uh, was out wrestling him, but then finally got caught, I think, with a guillotine by Charles Oliveira. Which he has, he's got a very good anaconda joke and guillotine, which is something I've been working on because I feel like those two together are a very strong combination. And uh, I would like to add that board to my game. But uh, I think just as a jujitsu practitioner, whatever you want to call me, hobbyist. Um, I think his fighting is one of the most exciting styles to watch. Um, and then he has like pretty good uh, striking with the shoot-the-box team. So, But um, I just... I don't know how he's going to do against Islam. Don't know. Islam just seems like a very tough matchup for him. Because Islam's strength's on top. And Charles has a strength from the bottom, but we saw what happened last time. Um, I think kind of what Henry said was... Uh, if Charles works more to get back up and tire out Islam, then there's a chance there. But because that's what kind of what Volkanovski did, right? Kind of tired him out. So we'll see. I don't know. <sighs> I'm tired. But yeah, I know you guys are dying to hear my um expert MMA knowledge but yeah just uh he's really good off his back I really liked his calf slicer against what's his name Efren was it Efren no it was someone else but yeah he calf sliced someone he's going for your heel hook that classic um when they roll out triangle your legs on the outside so you don't leave that knee inside so you don't get knee barred countered so he did it perfectly. Because we've seen that in the UFC too, where there was a female fight. Um, someone tried to calf slice um, the opponent, but they calf sliced the triangle in between the, the person's legs, the opponent's legs. And then the person that was getting calf sliced saw that the leg was right there and knee barred the crap out of the, uh, the person trying to calf slice her leg. So that's why he cast lies to the outside. Me saying this, I'll probably do that the wrong way and then get knee barred. But it is what it is. Um, that was some cool technique taught by Mr. Salter at Salty Dog. Yep, this is the jiu-jitsu portion of the podcast. So you should go 15 and then... 
whatever. And now I'm behind someone that's like driving ridic ridiculously slow. <clears throat> yeah, this throat thing's very annoying. It's all dry in the back of my throat. Probably snoring all night. That's probably all it is. And I got this truck right on my ass. There he goes swearing again. He's listening to this podcast with my kids in the car. You just swore. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, put it in the swear jar. But yeah, um, I really need to start recording more in the studio. Oh, sure. Just gonna see him record a podcast. Better not pull over the Subaru. Oh. I really enjoyed all my days off. I don't want to go back to work. I'm contemplating if I'm going to actually... Roll away to Thursday. As long as I don't have the sore throat. I really want to train. See how my hand holds up. Trying to think about what positions I can work on. I was thinking about working my opposite half guard so I don't have to plant off my hand. But we'll see, I don't know. Stupid injuries. That's why I want to lift more to kind of strengthen my bones. Bigger bones, more dense bones. Lift a little bit heavier, not too heavy. You got some killers at the gym though that just one's a power lifter, his name's Zach. I think he used to be a CrossFit coach too. But yeah, he just picked up jujitsu really quickly and I think he just uh focuses on the like the, the techniques at work which is what ju- good jiu-jitsu practitioners do whereas you got me like rolling all over the place like oh I'll just do whatever freestyle um, yeah he's got a I wouldn't say a basic game but he sticks to like what works and it works um, just beats me up super strong Every time I roll with him, I'm like, I need to get stronger. But I just... I'd probably kill myself to get that strong. Just, um... That's just years of him powerlifting, you know? And I don't think I'm going to go on a powerlifting run. I mean, I could if I wanted, but I don't really want to. Just more do my mobility work. Oh, this is that boring part of the podcast. He's showing a yawn. He's putting himself to sleep. Yeah. Well. Anyways. I want this podcast because I keep yawning. And I'm a little bit tired today. And it's close to 30 minutes. So we'll catch you next time.